review. It didn't taste like grapefruit. Everybody's dead, we're burning up. I don't know, the door is locked though, and it's making me nervous. I can't <laughs> read, how can I write? Yeah, you're straight fucked, but... We can, we're still cutting off. Not a single second of <laughs> <laughs> well, at some point your hand gets tired when you're writing. I'm oh, sure just you fucking wait, Asa. <laughs> it was me. I killed your dreams. What do you want from me? I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut out the part where it's the Asa with the chair, too. You probably... failed English! Oh man, this is wildly and irrelevant. Asa gets up to go to the bathroom or something, literally takes like two steps off the rug in the living room and just freaking falls. <laughs> like it was a sheet of fucking ice. It was nuts. And then he's lying there rolling around like this, and he's like, I pulled my. And then nothing, because I think he realized he wasn't hurt, nor had he pulled anything prior to the fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all <Yes>. right. <laughs> I woke up this morning at five to go fishing. <laughs> Welcome to Books with Bastards. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. As always, we have... Okay, I say always, but it's number two. <laughs> we can dream. We have our eponymous bastard, Mallory. Your tactical bastard, Zach. This random asshole Caleb who just keeps wandering into our studio. Yeah. And Asa. He's always here. Pretty much. Lovely. Alright, what are we reading today, Mallory? Alright, well, this last week we read The Perfect Ruin by Shinora Williams. So this book we didn't really pick out. We got it from the mystery table at Barnes and Noble. So I'll read you. Thank you, <laughs> I'll read you what the little uh, blurb on the, the wrapping paper tells you. So this was a mystery thriller that says a brutal tragedy ended a happy family. This tale of revenge tells you to be careful what you scheme for. So, interesting book. I felt like the first three quarters of it were pretty much the same thing over and over. And then... The last, like, 20 pages is when it got really good. Yeah, it really left... It, it didn't, like, left turn. It just turned out that it was the same... It was the same thing over and over again, but it was novel because it was the same thing, like, layered to deep. Like, it turns out, like, three people were doing the same thing to a different person in a row to all get revenge on the same person. Yeah, it was interesting. Huh. Uh, I, it, when it's I... Like, it's, you're like, oh shit, there's two of them. And then you're like, oh, there's three. There is four. <laughs> when I started reading it, I was like, Zach is not going to like this book because he hates secondhand embarrassment. And in like the first five pages, oh, well, we'll kind of explain it. Okay, so main character here, her name is Ivy Hill. Yes. But she goes by Ivy Elliot. For reasons we will get into. Yes. Okay, so, young girl, I believe it kind of yeah. talks about, she's like early 20s. Yeah, I she's out of college. Yeah, because she finished college. Um, but it starts out with her talking to her therapist, Marriott, who she's been talking to since she was a teenager. Because when she was 14, it just says her family was ruined. She yeah, ended up they... in the, at first it doesn't tell you what happened to the parents. She just ends up in the foster system. 
She has a lot of rage issues, anger issues, and she's never told who is responsible for what happened to her parents. And so in the beginning, Marriott, her therapist, finally says, I can give you the name now. Whoever it was decided they wanted you to know. So she tells her the name of the person who is responsible. Again, we don't know yet what happened to her parents, but is responsible for ruining her family. So do we find out at some point? Yes, we do. Like way later. And I don't know why. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. It wasn't that surprising. No, I assumed I was like, they must have died in like a car crash or something like that. They were drunk, like a drunk driving. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. And I was like, because whoever was responsible for them leaving her never had to pay any sort of price at all. Yeah. And they never released the name in the newspapers or anything. Hmm. So she now has decided it's her life's mission to ruin this person's life. Yes, the way that they ruined Lola hers. Maxwell, that the makes most sense. like the richest, most beautiful woman in Miami. Yeah, I think she's like Florida famous. I, like they make her sound like a huge deal, but it didn't. They seem did like say she, she was, is like Florida famous. Like yeah, she's I was the gonna say I don't think Miami. she was like national. Like no, because she was just somebody trying she's to get not the Beyonce. Yeah, because they go to New York at some point, and she had to actually, like, work to get stuff done there. Yeah. So, anyways, she's Florida famous. She's married to this, like, prestigious plastic surgeon who's apparently very handsome. And Ivy's first stop is to get breast implants from this plastic surgeon. And the whole time she's working at, like, Banana Republic. She works in retail. She lives in a really bad part of town. She had to move from one part of Florida to Miami to get closer to this lady. Yeah. But -hmm. she decides to get breast implants to get close to the husband. And this is when I thought Zach was, like, probably dying. (laughs) It's because she goes back for her post office. And he asked her about her nipple sensitivity. Did we get a sex novel? (laughs) And she she even says, like, he squeezes her nipples and she's like, oh. <laughs> like, I was like, like, like I do, just I like, like I do. I was like, you know, I was pr- like, so you go. So I, what's most startling to me about this book is the narration because it's all this. Uh, Ivy is writing a letter to her therapist after it was all said and done. Like, so she's retelling this story, and she is constantly talking about what's happening. And every single time she says anything out loud, and then she's like, I was fucking lying. I hate these people. And that is every other sentence in this book is this person's eternal rage. She has, like, she has a lot of Like emotions. every third comment is her in her head restraining herself from stabbing someone with a broken wine glass. Except for when she's getting her nipple squeezed, apparently. Oh, yeah. Except for when the dude comes in, and then it gets way worse. Because she is just creaming her britches at the thought of this dude. It's It goes from, like, weird to a totally different weird that you're not ready for. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. I will say that. So she orchestrates how she's going to track this lady down. So she pretty much stalks both of them on social media. She knows, like, what gym this lady goes to. So she shows up there, becomes a member somehow, even though it's usually pretty hard to get a membership there. The implants? With the implants, yeah. I'm sure that... It's a Dutch magnetics. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was a female that oh, signed whoops, her up, but whoops. I guess it goes both ways. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know, but that's, that's not what we're led to believe. Um, so, she ends up running into Lola, who also runs a charity for women that... For pregnant women, so... 
it helps give them the I think she just kind of takes care or? like takes care of their expenses for like going to the hospital and uh, like get some like diapers and food and stuff like that. Just making sure they get the appropriate prenatal care that they need. Yeah. So right up until they're no longer cute enough to care about. Right. Right. So she meets Lola. Um, you know, works in that she knows she has this charity, and Lola invites her to, I guess. Oh yeah. So we to it skips apply. The, she tries to apply the first time, and she doesn't get in, and so she stalks Lola every day for the next year memorizing every single thing this lady does so that she knows how to always look like her best friend. And it is kind of terrifying occasionally how well... She's like, got a real good long game going. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Like <laughs> She's patient. I, she is she's so I think she even just, says that. She's like, it's okay. I'm I was patient. half wondering. I was like... Maybe like three quarters of the way through the book, I'm like, if you called this uh, this murder or like not murder, uh, this revenge plot off here, like you would be sitting fucking pretty. <laughs> like, wow. it's yeah. Like she went from like lives in like a hovel to like works for a prestigious charity and like has all these fancy dresses and stuff. Like it's not amazing, but it's better. You're skipping a lot here. Yeah, the, 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 but I'm just saying like. <laughs> She's so good at this stuff that it just turns out all she needed to do was want to kill you. Or not, actually. Anyways, she didn't want to kill Lola. She wanted to. She wanted her to live and suffer. Yeah, she just wanted her to be miserable. To have a miserable she life the way her life She wants to steal her life. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. wants to marry her husband, have her money. Did it work? Did it work? No. no. So we'll get to that. <laughs> okay. We'll get to that. So no. she shows up at the gym. She tells her that she had applied to the charity before, that she didn't get in. Lola says, you know, come with me. We'll go to the office. Like, apply again. Long story short, she ends up getting this. It's a volunteer position, actually. They volunteer at this camp where they have, like, this group of pregnant women that come, and they spend a week, like, pampering them. They. It sounded kind of stupid to me. Like, they did, like, movie nights and popcorn and painted their toenails. It was just, like... Huh. It yeah, sounds it, real a lot of practical, practical yeah. help. I was like, if you're a freaking millionaire, like, I want, I want some real nice shit going on, you know. Mm-hmm. That's how you become a millionaire, though. You don't give anything away. I can pop my own popcorn. I mean, that, that's definitely accurate for how this book turns out. Yeah. So she gets this position. Lola invites her over to her house, which is where we meet um, her creepy like house manager uh, yeah is what she is technically but she she's like a butler slash maid slash major coordinates call. everything and what was her name again georgia georgia yes oh caleb what are we drinking oh, we forgot to go around god what are you it. drinking zach god damn it we'll start this off with you yeah caleb does caleb runs drink corner despite being the least alcoholic of the bunch of us i feel like it's better for later looks like you guys caleb is more. drinking a semi-sweet uh Hard cider this afternoon. Have you though. taken a drink of it yet? I've had multiple drinks. What'd I you was think? the first to crack it open. That's like a treat, it. yeah. yeah. It's all right. And Better then, or worse than the White Claw? I mean, the White Claw is definitely easier, but I probably would take this over that. Really? Because mm. there is White Claw in the fridge. No, no, no. Yeah, it's still just grapefruit, though. Bottom mm. of the barrel. Bottom of the barrel. I am rocking a uh, shilling. Shilling. Uh, shilling. Right, sure. I don't know. Shilling, I like that Shilling better. hard cider. Big <laughs> uh, zesty guava lemonade. There's a fun koala bear hanging out on the beach here. 
And uh, I haven't had a drink yet. Let's find out. Yeah. I'm curious. You're going to like it, I Let's think. watch his expressions very closely here. I feel like he doesn't love it. That's weird. Neutral face. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I think I can get into this. We'll find our way there. Is it a good okay. thing it's a seasonal uh, flavor? It seems? I don't know. The box said seasonal. I don't know about the cat. I don't know why beer is seasonal. Why bother? Just if it's a good beer, sell it all year. Maybe it's like we need access it to the makes it fruit, special. You know? Makes it more special. Is there actually fruit in these? I thought you said watermelon. Lemonade. There's a picture of a watermelon oh, yeah, on it. There's lemons. It's probably artificial. <laughs> Allie, what do you what do you got going on? <laughs> and you, when life gives you lemons, this make... is a mimosa made very strong by Asa. I felt like this one went with the book. I was hoping that Zach would at least want a mimosa, but he's betrayed. We might find our way there. You don't know. Okay, okay. I just feel like in this book, they drink a lot of crisp white wines, I feel like, and a lot of mimosas because they had all these fancy brunches. Mm-hmm. And uh, occasionally some nice cocktails. But for the most sangria? part, it was wine. I think they had a lot of sangria. Lola was kind of an alcoholic, and wine was her drink of choice. Okay. Lola and I might have something in common. <laughs> <laughs> now you got me thinking All about right. an omelet. What's in your sippy cup today, Asa? This is uh, also a mimosa mixed by myself. It's good. I like is it, it stronger or lighter than Mallory's? It's probably about the same. All right. All right. It doesn't go easy on me. I'm also drinking a Gatorade because I'm still trying to recover from the rest of this weekend. Yeah, I just finished off my ghost energy drink, and it is... Uh, the Sour Warheads flavor from those candies that they don't sell anymore. Oh, my God. They don't yeah. sell those anymore? Warheads? I don't, I don't but they live on ages. through energy drinks. Yeah, and it really fucking hits the spot for me. Also, on a strange <laughs> note, no one here has seconds. Asa, who had five last time, is just... <laughs> it's hard to preload mimosas. Well, I can. thought about that. have them sitting here. I mean, you could have brought in a pitcher. That's it's what also I was thirty in the afternoon as opposed to 9 o'clock at night. Anyways, we veered off course, much as Ivy's parents did on the road. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that what happened? Is that what happened? They went straight happened? into a tree. No, I just <laughs> wanted to... Did they go off a cliff? Did I they don't... hit a tree? They yes. hit a tree. Okay. Oh, man, so those we're in spoiler trees, alert. they'll get you. They hit the tree. Probably on a corner, huh? Um, okay, so here is, this, I feel like this is coming up on kind of a big part. So a lot of the book is basically just Ivy, you know, getting in good with Lola, getting all these benefits. Lola takes her shopping. She buys her fancy purses. She does meet her friends, which is a big So part this is what I'm getting to. Okay. So a lot of it is just this, and her sitting there thinking about how much she hates them or how much she hates Lola, but how much she wants to bang her husband. What's, your, what's his name again? Um, oh, did you say Bill? Uh, Oh my God! How did I? Corey. Forget? Corey. I was Corey. like Claude, not Klaus. Not I can't. No, get I was it. thinking Carl, and I was like, "There's no Carlos." Way. So Lola is the one that killed her. her so Lola is the name that she was given by her therapist. Maria. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so she's a, like Lola Maxwell, this rich bitch ruined my life, so I'm gonna ruin hers. Okay. okay. But then she meets her husband, and she was like, "I want to take her husband, and I want all of her money." Because they live in this huge mansion on the bay in Miami. They have a yacht, pretty much. She drives a Tesla. She also has, like, some SUV. I mean, they have a house manager. Like, their meals are made for them. They have these lavish parties. They're They're very well off. It never really says... Did it say how Lola initially made all of her money? No, I think she's at least, like, some amount of an heiress or something. Yeah, because... Because they did say later that if she divorced Corey, that she'd still be fine. Mm-hmm. Well, she'd probably get half of everything. Cool. Okay. Cool. So anyway, so she meets her friends. One in particular, Kiki, just from the beginning, hates Ivy. 
And she, Ivy does not like Kiki. She follows her on Instagram, and she thinks that... She doesn't like anyone. Yes. But she really fucking hates Kiki. And Kiki (laughs) hates her. And Lola pretty much... It kind of comes out like Lola keeps these kind of down-and-out girls around her because it makes her feel better about herself. Yeah, And she'll do nice things for them. And they all are like, oh, my God, that's so sweet of you, Lola. We just really appreciate you. It's so nice of you to do it. She loves this praise that she gets from people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this Kiki chick is essentially doing the same thing as Ivy. She's just trying to cling she's to her because she benefits from it. Way more annoying about it, too. Yeah. She's very aggressive about it. So they yeah. come to the weekend where it's the the pregnant, I don't know, fucking sleepover. What would you call it? A pregnant I can't sleepover? remember the name All of it. All right, like, let's pull the audience. <laughs> what do you think happens at the uh, the... It was passion camp. Passion camp. What happens yes. at passion camp? <laughs> Sounds like they're gonna well, nail something. Any context? Cries. I assume it's some sort of sex cult. Passion camp. But just, just a bunch hot. of pregnant ladies just just going nuts. Oh, they're all pregnant. Oh, they're all I mean, pregnant. Well, except for the volunteers and obviously Lola. Oh, I don't know. Hey. Uh, I uh, I mean, is it on a lake? What What's the area where Where is passion camp? Does it matter if it's on a lake? It It's fairly near the city because one of the ladies drives home at night and then comes back during the day. Let's just say there's a pool. But But they are near the water. But it is a camp, yeah. They're always near the water. It's Miami. I just have a feeling that uh, Ivy is going to kill Kiki at this passion camp. So you're on the right track. So Kiki pretty much says to her, like, I don't like you, blah, blah, blah. And Ivy's like, as long as this bitch is here, she's going to prevent me from getting as close to Lola as I need to get. Mm-hmm. So this yeah, she goes from, like, I hate this bitch to, like, Kiki comes up and is like, there's something fucking wrong with you. I don't trust you. Yeah. And I'm going to fucking tell Lola. And she's like, okay, well, I guess we went from I don't like Kiki to Kiki's got to go. Kiki's got to go. So, Kiki goes running every morning. So, the next morning, Ivy gets up, follows her out. Kiki has her headphones in. They're just blasting music, so she can't hear that Ivy is right behind her. And apparently, there's, like, kind of this turn where there's, like, an outlook. right next to, like, like a, I think it's, like, a 20-foot drop. Like, it's not far. Yeah, but it's, she even describes it leading up to it. She's like, oh, these jagged rocks, you wouldn't know till you were right on them. And then proceeds to push her off of the fucking cliff. And she, her intention was to break a bone or something. Just yeah, so like, she's knock her out and break her ankle so this lady has to go, like, you don't throw people's head at rocks and hope that they're just going to, like. Break a arm. To be fair, like, at this point, it's largely established Ivy's crazy. Yeah, she doesn't sound, like, well, yeah. super smart. What killed me? Well, she is weirdly she, is. She's just fucking not. She's a brilliant. She's, she's a sociopath. She does. She's like, good at what she does. Yeah. So. Like she fully invaded this woman's life in like three days. Yeah. It was. You would think that Lola would be a little bit more skeptical, but she's not. Working for um, a year to get a gym membership is, or uh, the get into whatever is crazy on its own. I told yeah. you, it's a long game. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so she looks over the cliffside and she's like, "Oh my gosh, there's blood coming out." She looks dead, and I'm like, "What exactly did you think was gonna happen when you pushed her twenty feet onto some rocks below?" Did she just keep running? I would. Yeah, she. Would. Oh yeah, she's like, well, uh, time to go hit the snack I, bar and pretend this didn't happen. Yeah, and then she freaks out anything. because <laughs> they make mention of cameras, 
But then it turns out that Lola doesn't allow anybody at the camp to use the cameras because they had leaked information previously. Video leak. Yeah, so none of the cameras are actually on during Passion Week. So they do find Kiki. Kiki is not dead. She's rushed to the hospital. She, at the very least, has a major concussion, but she's not awake. She's like in a coma, basically. And then she's in a coma for a good part of the book. Like a month or two, I think. Like, we forget about Kiki. As does Ivy. Well, this an important part is that comes up is because, like, uh, Ivy's, like, trying to, you know, really lean into, like, I didn't push this bitch off a cliff. Uh, And she's like... how can you sleep, Lola, like, knowing that someone might have done this? Like, you think someone did this. And she's like, don't worry about it. It's fine. No one can know that this wasn't an accident. She doesn't want the bad press. Because it's more Lola, important it's to about her, her image. That the camp goes smoothly than it is finding out who pushed Kiki off of a cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, makes that, makes, that does make sense. So I, yeah. I agree with that. So she uses this opportunity <laughs> to spend a private night with Lola... Which I feel like we should have mentioned this maybe before, but a part of the reason Lola is so invested in these pregnant women is because she'd had, like, a miscarriage in the past, and she doesn't have a child now. And I never, I don't know if they specify how old Lola is, but she must be, like, 10 years older, at least, at more. Yeah, because I think she's in her 20, I think she's in her 40s, roughly. Okay, it never says for sure, but you... (laughs) <laughs> like, because she talked about her ex-boyfriend, like, Javier, and I was like, it's fine. I don't, was his name Javier? Yeah, or Xavier. Xavier. <laughs> I don't know. That's not the same name. Look, totally different. They are, they are spelled the from same. from a Mexican no, name not. to not a Mexican sure. name, real quick. Xavier is spelled with an X and Javier is spelled with a J. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. Javier you know what? is not spelled with an H. <laughs> I didn't come here to get attacked like this. Either way, no. You're bringing it upon yourself. <laughs> Yeah, how else would I get And here? pay attention to the details <laughs> next time. Anyways, Look, moving There's on. a lot of details in this that I just desperately needed to skip. Okay, okay. Fair it got It's a, a lot. lot. So, like I said, the first, like, three quarters of the book is just Ivy doing these batshit crazy things to get closer to Lola, and it all works. It all works. So... Then she she gets employed by Lola. She's not just a volunteer for the charity. Now she's an employee. So she gets, quits her Banana Republic job. She's doing this full time. And Corey, they kind of insinuate he's never really home. Like he works really late hours. Um, sometimes he goes on these trips. But everything, se- they seem so in love, him and Lola. Anyways. It's easy to love someone that's not around. I guess you're right. <laughs> They've been together for like 13 years. 16 16 years. Okay. So it's been a long time. Yeah. So anyways, one night Ivy decides this is the night I'm going to. Oh, because they had Faith. So she has two other friends, Faith and um, the other one starts with an A. Oh, uh, Arabella. Arabella, yes. Like, so Faith Arabella? and Arabella. No, that's not right. She invites them over for a dinner party. <laughs> she invites them over for the a, a dinner party because she has like some exciting news to tell them. So, was it Faith, the one that got yeah, pretty Faith drunk? Yeah, Faith is the one who freaked out. So she got drunk and kind of also insinuates that Ivy is just like a using her for yeah, the good money, for right? nothing. And then Lola takes her aside and pretty much is just like shut the fuck up, you stupid bitch. I love Ivy. Anyways, they go back to We all know I'm using this bitch, and I'd really like it if you didn't call attention to it. 
Yeah, so they go back to dinner, and the big surprise is that she got this certain venue for this big charity gala that she's having in New York. Nice. In New York City. Yeah, that sounds and really nice. She's uh, bringing Ivy, which I guess is kind of a big deal because people don't usually just get invited to this. But she does, and Faith pretty much doesn't look at her the rest of the time that she's there for the dinner. She gets drunk. Well, they're all kind of drunk. Gives her the cold Every, shoulder. Everyone's getting... Lola gets really drunk. Ivy pretends that she's drunk so that they'll ask her to stay in the guest room. She stays. She waits until Corey's out on the yeah, standing out on the pool the by swimming himself. Pool. And this part was also uncomfortable. Yeah, this is like also man, this escalated fast because she just walks up to this. It pretty dude much mounts him fully naked and just it's like hey, but like there's like thirty seconds maybe of like regular like chatting conversation. He's like, "What are you doing, Lola's your friend?" And she's all, "I could give you whatever you want, whenever." You oh want. yeah, like, it's. Really lays it out there for you. It's just like, I could do everything for you. And then she's like, I've pretty much, I felt him get a boner. And then she gets up and walks away. Yeah. Kisses him and then dips. Yeah. And then she avoids (laughs) it. Talk about serious blue balls. (laughs) That (laughs) was the plan. Yeah. She says that was the plan. That's not nice. Because she wants him to be thinking about her. And then she kind of avoids him and Lola. She stays away from the mansion for the next couple weeks. And then the next time she. Is there, I can't remember how she make, uh, does she pretend like she's drunk again? Or, I'm trying to remember, but. Uh, yeah, fuck, I, you know, it, like, it was, so that was one of the problems with this book is there was a lot of events that happened almost identically with like slight variations. Like there were so many times where I was like, I met her stupid friend. And then I basically dodged that situation with no fallout. Up to and including pushing that friend off of a cliff. There was no drawback to this. Now I'm closer to Ivy than ever. Yeah, so... Or Yeah, get Kiki out of the way, that dumb bitch. Get Kiki. <laughs> but anyways, she's cool. wandering around and old... Uh, what do we say his name? At Corey. Corey. Corey's mansion. in his man cave. He, like, pulls her in and he's... He's like, I know you weren't that drunk. I wasn't that drunk. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it was a mistake. It was a mistake. And then That's my friend. Well. I could do everything. Like, again, the same like breath. Then pretty much she just pushes her down. And this, I love. Okay, I don't love this. This is what this bothered is... me. I hate, A, when people say we made love because it's gross. Well, they didn't make love. She uh, No. So the, I'm just saying, an example, I do not like that, and I also do not like what she said, which is, and then I took him in my mouth. <laughs> Who, says, wow. Who says that? I gave him the greatest head of his life. Oh, my God. Did you say you sucked his dick? I took him in my mouth? Is that? Yes. Took, do people say that? I've never heard anyone say that. She said that. Nobody's ever said that. I mean, to my face. To be fair. I've never had a conversation with a friend, and they were like, oh, yeah, I took my boyfriend in my mouth last night. I took his member within me. <laughs> oh, you're fucking gross, Caleb. Man, That's man. the shit I don't like, Caleb. And members. So, and gross. Uh, but too far. Too she far. does that. We learn way too much about this blowjob. Yeah. It Do just, we learn dick size? No. No. No wiener weights involved. Okay. Yeah. No we do. Yeah. Uh, but she does walk out and runs into Georgia. I'm real Georgia. curious now. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> someone said too so, much. Uh, I don't know. Georgia sees her, and Georgia tells her, she's like, you don't want to get in between the Mr. and Mrs. Yeah. Maxwell. And she's like, and Georgia's always mind your own business. Like, like she knew what was going on with Ivy. Like, it definitely, like, 
maybe tipped some stuff a little too fast how judgy Georgia was. Yeah. Well, too late. I already took curry in my mouth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, now after this, Ivy is like... That's so gross. I just want to make sure uh-huh. this gala in New York that Corey is thinking about me. So, in the meantime... They fly to New York, private jet. Um, it's, who is it? It's um, Ivy, Lola, and then the other two uh, people yeah, that work uh, for Faith Lola. And, uh, no, not Faith. Oh, Noah it's the and two Olivia. employees. Olivia and then who is the... Noah. Noah, yes. So they're flying to New York because um, Lola has to get fitted or some specific designer has made a dress specifically for her or is making dresses that he with her in mind. So they go to this fancy dance dance place no clothing place dress place yeah gown yes gown sorry i have no words um so beautiful dress for lola but then she's like ivy i'm gonna buy you a dress as well and puts her in like some nice ass dress that costs who knows how much but is beautiful let's say thousands yeah Um, this is one of the few times ivy's actually just genuinely excited like aside from like she's like i never got to go to prom this is gonna be like, amazing. This is going to yeah. be the prom I never had. I'm so excited oh. for her. I know. Aren't yeah. we all? For, no. like, a little bit, I was, you know? <laughs> again, like, I wanted good things for Ivy in spite of her pushing a chick off a cliff. So because, like, even if she's still the person we're following At this, this point, oh, what I'm like, thinking... It's not great. Right. you got to do what you got to do, though. You know, sometimes... Sometimes, sometimes you got to make moves to move up in the world. Sometimes and sometimes that hurt. move is two hands on someone's back near a cliff. I would have kicked you, you know, and then someone's walking or running, and you just kind of clip their ankle so it wraps around their other leg, and... That would have been neat if that's what happened and then she fell off. I don't know why I went that, that direction just now. But. Asa gets fancy with it. He doesn't push people. That leaves fingerprints. A- yeah. Asa knows My when they wake up it needs to look like together. an accident. <laughs> oh, we, before they left for New York, Kiki woke up. Oh, yes. Kiki does wake up. And she you're like, she's like, oh, surprise, surprise. We didn't write an outline for this one either. We're going to get better, I promise. But this book just. Are we not good right now? I'm good. <laughs> you didn't read the book. Uh, you bringing your A game today, Asa? <laughs> I don't know if I'd say that. Get uh, funny. So and Kiki wakes up, and Lola decides she's going to go visit her at the hospital, and she wants Ivy to come. And Ivy tells her, this bitch does not like me. I should not go to the hospital with you, which I feel like is just her way of being kind of humble. But Lola insists that Ivy go with her. So they go. Kiki's in the bed, clearly not happy to see Ivy. She pretty much yeah. says... Why is Wakes she up here? out of coma and is like, fuck this bitch. Yeah. Which is fair. It's understandable. <laughs> understandable. Yes. Even if she doesn't know it was her that pushed her. And she says, I don't mood. remember much from camp, but I do remember telling you there was something about you that I didn't like, and I stand by that now. Blah, blah, blah. Her and Lola get into this argument. Lola is pretty much like... Who and Lola? Kiki and Lola. Because okay. she's like, why are you being so rude to Ivy? And... They get into a little tiff and Lola... I think at this moment, I think when this comes up, I think Lola actually thinks to herself, because remember, Lola thought someone pushed her, like someone at camp had to not mm-hmm. like her, and it had to be one of the volunteers. And I think in her head, I think she knows. I don't I needed think this. so. Well, I, I, no, I don't think that's true I don't know at all. if she knows or not, but I think at the end of the day, I don't think if she knew Ivy did it, that she would care. Mm. Yeah, because everybody was like, Kiki, everybody thought Kiki was a bit extra. Like, yeah. she's a lot. 
She yeah. thought anyone who wasn't, even if, if the only reason she didn't think the pregnant ladies did it was because they couldn't have run fast enough to go push Kiki off a cliff. Yeah. Nobody liked mm-hmm. Kiki. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That's it. This is the, that's the only reason they were excluded from the pool of people who hated Kiki. You ever seen a pregnant woman run? They don't no. run very quick. <laughs> when have you seen a pregnant woman? When does this come up? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I've, I, Are you chasing pregnant women? Are you just watching people? They were chasing after me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. I'm just kidding. It was weird. It was a bit, I don't know. It was, I don't know why it had came up, but it, I saw it once and it was strange. Anyways, <laughs> so Kiki pretty much tells Lola, "Don't even bother coming back." Blah blah blah. Lola's like, "Okay," and then she walks out. And as Ivy's walking out, Kiki says to her, "I know you pushed me," and Ivy just says, "Then prove it." Which I'm like, "Why would you do that? You've yeah. pretty much gotten away with this." I think it's because at the end of the day, Ivy is slowly she's, losing her fucking mind. She's getting a little bit cocky. Well, yeah, and also Ivy's the or Kiki's the only one who's calling her out, and she's getting mad. Yeah. She's gotten away mm-hmm. with so many things up till now. Does she get? Ah, uh, okay, never mind. Yeah, because when Georgia is like, "Don't get between the Maxwells," Ivy's like, "Look, if their relation gets fucked up, it's your ass on the line too. So how's about you shut up and stay out of my way?" You like totally mind. drops the charade for Georgia, the housemaid. Mm-hmm. So at this point, mm, I'm ashamed to say that I thought I had cracked the case. Okay, I don't know. So she talk, starts talking about this memory she has of, like, her parents taking her to the water park and how much fun they used to have. Like, they were never rich, but her parents always made sure that they had a good time. And she's talking about this and how everything's ruined. And at this point, we still don't know if they're dead, alive, what has happened to her parents. We just know she didn't grow up with them after the age of 14. So in my head... I was like, what if Kiki was always a psycho? Because she did say she would just throw massive temper tantrums whenever she didn't get what she wanted. Kiki? Oh, God, sorry. No, not Kiki. Ivy. Ivy. Ivy, right. Yes. The child. You think she killed her parents? No. So what I thought was that maybe they had two children, one of which was Lola, and the other one was Ivy. And I thought maybe Ivy was so... Crazy that they, yeah, or that they had to take Lola away to keep her safe. And then I remembered that there was a pretty significant age difference. My my other thought had been maybe Lola is her mom and Corey's her dad. And I was like, oh, that would be gross. That would be just like how you guys didn't recognize that this bitch looks exactly like you would have been a bit of a stretch. But Corey and Lola are extremely. I don't think that's dumb. necessarily that's job, like. Really, really bring. I don't think if like Felix <laughs> saw me, he would just naturally assume I was his daughter if he'd never met me. Yeah, you know, fair enough. Maybe you, but not me. Anyway, that's Felix true. is our biological yeah, right, right. father. For but you did say they also raised her until she was fourteen <laughs> in this line. Yeah, that's but what I was just going to say. She's fourteen years old. Oh, I get what you're She's saying. She's quite old. All right, this is a really twisted web we've mm-hmm. weaved, and none of it is true. Yeah, or accurate. Inaccurate, so yeah. I just wanted to bring. I marked that page. I even put a note I in my phone. Say, I was like, I know what happened. I thanked <laughs> Georgia for the lady who dropped the name in the beginning immediately. Oh really? I oh yeah. Georgia the second was just she she was like she looked at me she like she knew me and I was like this bitch knows her. Okay, done. Somehow, somehow. Okay, so back to the story. They go to New York. They, uh, Corey kind of avoids Ivy the whole time because of what has happened. Um, and it's just awkward. <laughs> they get there. They're getting all dressed up. Corey, do they run into each other before? He comes to her room. That's right. And then, 
you know, we she... take a trip to Pound Town. Yep, she and takes it's the time of her life of her. in her head. Oh, yeah, she's like, this is great, I just love it. And the whole time, I'm like, dude, no, he is like... He's clearly trash. Yeah. The second he went along with this in less than 30 seconds, yeah. it should have been a red flag. He did not take a lot of convince. Oh, because the other thing was like... It is explained later why she believes this She so asked, like, have you ever had an affair before? And he's like, no, never. And so she's convinced that he loves her so much that he's going to leave his wife for her. And I'm just like, you dummy. Obviously, but he's had affairs in the past. Oh, for sure. He just yeah. spent a month in Vegas where Lola didn't talk about him at all. Was it a month? See, my current yes. thought a month. about the plot is that either Corey or Lola, I'm not sure which, had an affair with Ivy's one of Ivy's parents. And they just... And I'm thinking Corey obviously had the affair with, like, Ivy's mom. And that... Uh, Lola is such a control freak, can't get bad press. Like, maybe it didn't kill them, but made them disappear. If I was reading this book, I would even suspect that maybe there's a chance That's Ivy a good one, is Corey's daughter in reality in this whole charade. If not that, they didn't, did have the affair. Hmm, that is a good... I didn't even think about that, Caleb. That would be where my... That is where my mind has been this whole point. Okay. Well, we are now to part two, the start of the ruin. You would not think that there was 174 pages before this point. But, yes, there is. is. is There There certainly is. in this book? Because I'm looking at the book. The the perfect ruin is like ten pages long. I I was going to ask. There's before the ruin, the start of the ruin, and then the perfect ruin. And they are uh, each about a third short as the previous section. Yeah, I was going to say, you look like you have half the book left, but uh, this should be like a three-part book. I feel like we've skipped around a little bit here because part two is they're going to New York in part two. Yeah, we, we blew right by it. Real sorry. Again, because I feel like a big part of part two is that we so now we're hearing from somebody else's point of view, not just Ivy, and it's Georgia, the housemate. Yeah, just out of nowhere, somebody else's letters start popping into this book. And it's it's Georgia saying she's always known who Ivy was. Like, she always knew her name was Ivy uh, Hill, not because Ivy it's Elliott. Corey's daughter. That's where my mind's at. And she talks about how she ended up getting the job with the Maxwells and how she thought it was such a great opportunity. She got to live in this mansion. They paid her pretty well. She did have to sign a 10-year ta- contract. Um, but mm. she thought it was going to be great. Lola treated her like a friend at first. Um, she took her out to a bar one night where Georgia ended up meeting this man that she fell in love with. Good old They Dion. get married. But I I don't know what it's like to be rich and have a house manager. But she would still, eventually she did stay the night with her husband. She would always get yeah. up super early and go back to the mansion. Yeah, because Lola would demand that, like, no, you live at my house. That's your job. Yes. And at this point. You're not allowed to move in with your husband. Yeah. For was, another eight years. It was very weird. Um, <laughs> and your husband, he couldn't have moved in with her either? I I apparently not. not. Unless he so. got a job. I and guess. he had a lot of. He was like, "You need to quit that job." Which I'm like, "Why did you not just quit that job?" Yeah, he I gets they, they very resentful. You knew what was coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what you're signing up for. So he, he gets very resentful about it. Um, at this time, with George's point of view, we learn that both Lola and Corey cheat on each other all the time. That it's just a very tumultuous relationship. Sometimes they're, like, physically violent with each other. It's just very unhealthy, but they're... She says they're perfect for each other because they're both so terrible. And up until, like... Up until this point, I had also 
I not that I felt bad for Lola, but I was like, is she I never, really yeah, that I, bad? I thought she was just she's dumb. vain and she obviously is very self centered. I was like, but I I don't understand like yeah, like, I thought she was just kind of a, like, you know, like a dumb bridge socialite. She didn't seem like... She was like, just out of touch yeah, with reality. she didn't seem sure. like a bad person. Because in front of Ivy, she is always the most pleasant person. In front of anybody. Yeah, she's and, always and the most And since pleasant. the point of view is always from Ivy, we only ever see nice Lola, and we're just taking Ivy's word for it that she really sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, now you're realizing she does Though, suck. interestingly enough, because Ivy would have watched her when she was alone, Ivy would actually know. I don't think she could get that close. She could only drive by the house. And watch him through the window for a solid year. I don't know if you could watch somebody through a well, window Well, she couldn't go mansion. to Lola's house because it was in a gated community, but... She would still drive through, she said. Yeah. But anyway, so now we're at the gala. So they get all dressed up. Uh, they go to the gala. Corey, at some point... Oh, the night he comes over and, you know... Yeah, we find out that Lola is Takes cheating her to on pound him town. with his dude. He's like, I know Lola's cheating on me again. Eddie Witherspoon. <laughs> what was uh, his the name? Silver Fox. Oh, yeah, Eddie the Silver Fox, yes. Um, who shows up at the gala, and Lola very clearly chooses this dude over her husband. And it's awkward. Um, again, Ivy and oh. Corey bang in a coat closet. Oh, okay, um, hold on. There's two things that are interesting about this part. One, she keeps talking about another girl who's there, Samira, and her husband. And they have literally no bearing on this story. And I was like, well, that's weird. I thought they'd tie back in at some point. So I'm looking to see if there's more info on this book anywhere. There, she, this, uh, The author... Uh, Shonora Williams. Yes. Shonora Williams has written one other thriller book, aside from her many, many... Many, many romance novels. Uh, oh. The other one is called The Wife Before. <laughs> That's and why the she main talks character about taking you and is Samira and her new husband, Roland. Ooh, okay. So at some point we should revisit We might this. need to come back to okay. this, yeah. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Good so, research tech. And then secondly, uh, when she chases after Corey to go, like, comfort him after his wife... Uh, oh, yeah. So she... Lola publicly humiliates Corey by choosing this guy over him. He goes out to get a car to like go back to the hotel. Or... No, like he comes up and he's like, Lola, dance with me. And it's she doesn't, but she does second. dance with the other guy. And then when he says something to her, she's like, you need to calm down, Corey. And then walks mm. off with Eddie or whoever. It's a low blow. That's yeah, a... well, it didn't look great. Yeah, it, looked, it would look bad for everybody, yeah. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Even the like other like uh, Noah and Olivia, like her employees, were like, "Yeah, we don't. We're not going to fuck with that. Yeah, no, uh-uh, we're, we're going to go. We're going to go back to the bar. We're going to enjoy fun. the gala." So, but Ivy follows Corey out, and he pretty much is like, "You're so desperate, Ivy." Blah, everything puts her down. Like I'm like, "How are you not seeing this yet, Ivy?" But then he's like, "Get in the car." So she gets in the car. They go back to the hotel, and this is where it gets a little weird. It's kind of dark. Uh, he starts choking her, and he's like, I want you to pretend to be Lola. Oh, wow. And she's yeah. very he against basically this, rapes he her. doesn't care. Yeah. He rapes her. Like, because she's like, no, stop. No, I don't want to do this. I don't want to pretend to be Lola. And he does it anyways. So then she's, like, pissed at him. Yeah, she, she full flips. I especially don't want to be choked. <laughs> yeah. Well, she, yeah, she really did not like No, I'm her. actually pretty sure she didn't want to be Lola more than she didn't want to be choked. And this is the point when I'm like, okay, like, he's never going to leave Lola. He's obsessed with her. Yeah. He's just pissed that she's choosing somebody else over him, even though he cheats on her all the time as well. Yeah. Clearly. 
So that was a lovely. Yeah, and then we uh we fly back to old uh good old Miami. Oh yes, and then uh, she decides to stay away from them, and at this point, this is when this is when like it the book got weird for me because. The script, like, fully leaves, like, up to this point, Ivy's been driving everything. So, part two is about 50 pages, because then we arrive at part three, which is the perfect So, yeah, out of nowhere, just all of a sudden she gets this call from Lola, like, hey, you need to come over, we need to talk. Like, this is the first time it's ever been like, hey, we should go for drinks. No, this was, you need to be here now. And she comes over, and, like, again, up to this point, everything that's happened has been mainly driven by Ivy. And suddenly, Ivy is not at all in control of this anymore. She's just kind of reacting to whatever happens. All right. And uh, she walks in, and Lola's like, so you're, like, is so your, your name name's not I really Ivy Elliot. And she's like, that's not a question. I had a private investigator, like, look into you. Georgia told us that you weren't who you th- said you were. Like, goddamn, Georgia, all right. Fucking, I yeah. thought we had an agreement. Sold me right out, you know? I thought I was going to bang this girl's husband and you were just going to keep your mouth shut. Yeah. That's a pretty bad agreement. Be cool, man. Be cool. That's a pretty bad agreement, really. We're friends. Yeah. Yeah. And then she gets, they get into this huge argument where Lola just absolutely does, like, Lola explains what happens on her side of the arrangement. Essentially, she She was was pregnant and then was having a miscarriage. But was driving to her doctor's three hours away. It was storming out. She was in a lot of pain. She was bleeding. And she, like, looked Accident, down. Basically, accidentally ran Ivy's family off the road. Into, into the tree. They yeah. died instantly, pretty much. They were, like, they came out the windshield, so they must not have been wearing seatbelts. Yeah, they were very dead. Yeah. They were extremely dead. Yeah. Like, That's uh, unfortunate. Yes. And That's Ivy's still, like... But like she's literally still like, I didn't mean to, so it's not that bad. Yeah, it's, I didn't mean to. It's not that bad. And she's like, yeah, you didn't have to bribe everyone to prove that you didn't exist. And she's like, well, it would have ruined me. And she's like, yeah, of course it would. Or maybe not. A lot of, like, people do shit like that, and they're not ruined. Yeah. But it does come out but that. But Lola can't have it ruined so her perfect image. Lola came yeah. back home. She was, she had blood on her. Um, you find out that Georgia overheard her talking to a detective that came the next morning. So Georgia knew exactly what happened. And Lola knew that Georgia knew. And from that point on, Lola treated Georgia like they were not a second-class citizen. Like, keep your mouth shut. All this. like. And then we flash back to Georgia's part of the story where we learned that Georgia also got pregnant with Dion shortly before Dion left her. But this was, he had already said he wanted a divorce. He had cheated on her. But she was like, I'm pregnant. We're going to make this work. And then she, too, began to have signs of a miscarriage the same night as this big dinner party. overworked by Lola. Yeah. Is there black mold or something in the walls of this man? No, she was getting overworked because okay. Lola was just making Well, Lola basically to... found out she was pregnant and then worked her around the clock in spite of it. Yeah. Oh. oh. Yes. And, and then... so she's having a miscarriage and she's, like, bleeding everywhere. Lola comes up and she's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you bled all over these floors. You know the guests have to use these bathrooms. And pretty much tells her, like, she she needs yeah, to get like, it Lola, together. I need to go to the hospital. And she's like, well, I can't have you go to the hospital because everyone's going to see you bleeding. And locks her in a room. And then, like, three hours later, lets Corey's doctor friend come over. And he takes her to the hospital 
long it's long way since too way too late yes and so she has a miscarriage there's nobody there Dion doesn't care yeah we, we definitely like went from like Lola's kind of dumb but you know She's whatever evil. to she is fucking just the worst yes and I have lost a lot after of the accident Georgia had renegotiated her contract where she wanted like what 10 million dollars yeah, at, at the end but then Lola added on another 10 years to her contract and was like that's the only way this is happening 10 for 10 because Georgia was like I'll go to the press with this story about how you killed this family and paid off the detective and Lola's like don't fucking kid me. I know you're in this for the money, so you won't go to the press because you won't get anything. The worst part is she's right because yeah. Lola goes along with it. It is about the money for Georgia. Knock it down to five. Just just do something. Do anything. Come on. No, so this no, is Georgia's, it. Georgia, it. Georgia is just as evil as every other fucking... She's actually maybe the worst person in the story. I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. She's the only one who... She manipulated an innocent... Yeah, we find out that she found out who Ivy is and essentially led Ivy along for like 10 years to ruin Lola's life. It's after the miscarriage that Georgia decides she has to find a way to take out Lola. So she finds out who Ivy is. She has a private eye, like, always watching her. She knew she was going to this therapist, Marriott. She knew when she went to college, and she was like, I didn't want to bother you while you were in college. Figured I'd let you finish your degree. Why? I don't know. So but she's using Ivy to, to her own end. Yeah, she basically found out that Ivy has an obsessive she, They broke in and stole her file. People. So and she becomes obsessed with people, and she had, like, a whole list of other, like, PTSD, naturally. She just kept bribing people to keep Ivy obsessed with, what well, like, She revenge. even formed a fake, like, support group that Ivy showed up to. It's crazy. She I really guess. went and then hard. <laughs> bribing a fucking therapist oh, to this keep is, seeing so Ivy this after is the court the part, appointments are over. This is the part that killed me because this entire book, there's not one good oh. person. Not one. Marriott was the one I was yeah, like, the, Marriott was a good person. This whole book is her writing a letter to her therapist. Like, please help me. Like, this is what happened. This is how I've ended up where I'm like, at. You have to believe me. Like, I didn't want any of this. Like, yeah. I, or, well, I wanted some of this, but not this. Not the way it happened. <laughs> this wasn't supposed to be how it played out. So then you realize that Georgia bribed Marriott with only $40,000. Yeah, it turns out Marriott. It's pretty poor. Yeah. <laughs> Marriott was the, um, the therapist. therapist. Okay. And yeah. so she she pretty much paid her she to give her the name Lola she, Maxwell. She's technically her name's mentioned all through the book because it's always she's writing Ivy a letter talking to, her to Marriott in her head, basically. Oh, I see. I see. But she bright and I was like, ah, oh, there's not even one good person in this book anymore. Yeah, I that mean, was a real fucking bummer. Yeah. Like, oh man, Ivy is like used to be the worst person in this book. And it just keeps getting, like, worst. people just keep usurping her for the worst. Yeah, She's seeming all right now. Yeah, suddenly, like, I knocked She's a girl a out. I tried to knock a girl out and break her ankle was the least horrible thing anyone in this book she had a lot I did of, forget about that. She had a lot detail, going on, but she also had a lot of trauma. The rest of them were just bad. I may be too forgiving of her accidentally trying to manslaughter Kiki. Yeah, no, I, yeah. If she was as annoying as you make her sound, then... Well, I mean... <laughs> Is that the scale? (laughs) Is is breaking someone's leg and knocking them out with a rock acceptable if they're going? Asa, I need you to weigh in right now. It is more acceptable, I would say. Not acceptable 
But more acceptable than <laughs> if they're not annoying. Oh, my God. The maid could have easily died in that room. I'm like, neither of them intended to kill their person, but they both clearly had full, like, chances of accidentally killing a person just for their own game. All right, Caleb, we're not even to the end of the book yet. So when I said the first, like, three quarters of the book, all the same, it's all Ivy, like, I'm going to bang... Uh, fucking Corey. I'm gonna destroy Lola. It just gets very repetitive. Like, oh my god, like, Jesus Christ. Just get on with it already, lady. And then the last bit of it, you find out George is in on the whole freaking thing. She manipulated Ivy into showing up in the first place. And then, after, um, all of this has happened, uh, she gets another message to come over, like, from Lola that... Ivy gets a message from Lola to come over and discuss things, right? Mm-hmm. And she shows up, and Corey and Lola are out near the pool yeah, arguing because he's telling her he wants a divorce. It turns out Ivy did win. In a way. <laughs> so she's like, oh, you're going to divorce me? And then Ivy walks out, and she's like, who even is this other woman? There must be another woman. And then it kind of looks her exchange, and she's like, you've got to be kidding me. It's I Ivy. Like, what are you even doing girl. here, Ivy? Yeah. And she's, she's like, like you, you invited me. She's like, I sure shit didn't. And it was Georgia who had used Lola's phone because Lola was all drunk as shit and texted her and told her to come over. So then even at this point, Corey's like, you're making me rethink a lot of things, Ivy. You're just like, he calls her desperate, I feel like, a few times oh, throughout yeah. the book. Naive. But naive, yes. He's starting to call her naive. Like, yeah. You really think I loved you? Like, it's just the way out at this point. Yeah, pretty much. So he, Lola goes inside. Boy, she right. pretty much attacks Corey. Yeah, so she pushes she him yells into the pool. At, well, because she yells at Corey like she was the one who killed my parents, and he's like, "I know, I know, I don't really give so a shit." So this whole time, she thought Corey was innocent that he didn't know, but he knew the yeah, whole he time. He knew and of didn't course. care that Lola had killed those people, yeah. and so she freaks out and shoves his ass into the pool, and then fucking holds his head underwater. Which is where I was like, "There's no way that this like little." person would be able to hold this guy down. No, and it even but, says, he, she only does it for like four yeah, or five but seconds. But then like when she stops, he stays face down in the and water. She's like, get up, you baby. Yeah, she like turns him over and he's like kind of blue. lips are blue yeah. and his like eyes are like bleeding or something. Something, he's dead. And then she hears like a scream from inside the house, goes inside and George is screaming because Lola's laying on the floor like blood coming out of her and she's dead. Yeah, she. Mm. they've both been poisoned. So here is where oh, now that's why you Ivy, gotta have has, Ivy, come over. Ivy has been writing all of these letters from jail to Marriott. She's saying this is what has led me up to this point. I didn't kill them. And then we learn from Georgia's side that she crushed up some antidepressants and, and some rat, rat poison and put them in their drinks and then called Ivy over because she knew that with Ivy's history, it was going to look like she murdered There's them. so much that made, like, there's like, there is absolutely they, nothing that exonerates Ivy. Because Ivy used to drive through the neighborhood just to spy on him, and there was security cameras. Mm-hmm. So they know she used to come watch them. They have, like, her history of Lola killed her parents. They It does finally come out that Lola had paid off the detective, but it mm-hmm. seems like at this point nobody cares. Yeah, that was, like, it came out in the trial that it, like... It, Lola had killed her parents. Yeah. And it only made her look more guilty because, well, you killed this girl's parents. So it clearly, was revenge. And they were, they all just took the rich, you know, pretty lady side over the poor girl who had her parents killed. Kiki testified against her, naturally. Yeah, oh, yeah. Of Kiki course. comes yeah. back yeah. to really yeah. bring home the hammer. Yes. And, and so. The, the worst she... part is, is you find out 
slightly after this from from both George's point of view and then another letter that's the final two pages of the book that multiple people actually did have evidence that could have helped Ivy and didn't say shit because they also wanted money and did it. It's all about them Benjamins. Yeah. To this so point, Lola gets convicted always, for killing Florida's sweetheart. They're and little... she's writing these letters to Marriott and begging her to come talk to her. And Marriott, Marriott never, never shows. shows up. She never, never comes to court to like testify responds, on her behalf or anything. Wow. Yeah. And huh. so then we go to Ivy this. in jail and she good. finally gets a visitor and it's fucking Georgia looking all chic, new Just earrings, comes to fucking new hair. Rub it in. And she has gotten her $10 million because one of the clauses in her contract. Was that if the employers, both of them died, then she would get the payout whenever they were dead. So she's now $10 million richer and pretty much comes and is like blatantly on the phone. She's like, nobody's listening anyways. Yeah, I freaking did it. I knew who you were this whole time. Ivy's like, you son of a bitch, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I mean. And then that's it. That's her victory. She totally victory laps on Ivy and leaves. And then goes back has, to her condo. And then fucking it turns out another person shows up. Faith shows up. And it turns Faith. Out, yeah, Faith. Faith. Shows up and knows that Georgia did the murder because she's the one who wrote the contract that if they died, that she Georgia would get, would the, get the money night. early. And she's like, Oh yeah, I knew all along. There's I just wanted to wait till the trial was over because I want some of that ten million dollars. Because Faith is about to get divorced <laughs> so, yeah, from her husband. I am manipulating Lola and then Georgia manipulating Ivy, and then Faith manipulating Georgia, except that Georgia promptly is like, hey, would you like something to drink while we I talk about these this nice wine? Doing? And then yes. promptly gives her the exact same poison. She crushes up some more pills, puts it in Faith's drink. Faith takes a few steps towards the door. Oh, you, and here, so Georgia had booked a flight <laughs> to, was it France? Uh, Italy. Italy. Mm. She's like, I've always wanted to go. And she had a flight that night, and then Faith showed up, and then she had to kill Faith, you know, naturally. And then she's like, I'm going to have to clean this up. I'll miss my flight, but that's okay. There will be others. And pretty that's the end of George's story right there. And then then the last last letter is from Marriott telling Ivy, I'm so sorry. Yes, I took this money. Now I realize. Like, I regret it. I'm sorry. I'm using this $40,000 to fly to Italy. Like, I'm hiring private investigators. Like, I... I came forward to talk to the detective who was in charge of your case. And he knows. It's like, and now that he met me and realized all this stuff that... She said he was always suspicious because of the $10 million payout. And then... But he never had anything to, like, hang his hat on about it. Yeah, and then suddenly someone comes forward from Ivy's past who'd been bribed to manipulate Ivy there. He's like, okay, I'm starting... she flat out says she's like, I might end up dead as many people do, like, when they cross Georgia, apparently. Yeah, but she's like... In the end of the book, and she's like, I'll find a way to save you, and that's the end. So there's probably a second book. There is not. There I, is not? Again, that's how I found out about the other book, was I was trying to see if there was a follow-up. And I kind of want to read the other one just to see the if it perfect talks redemption. about what happens. Well, I want to see if it talks about what happens with Ivy's trial, just like in the background, the way this one talked about uh, Samira and Roland. Just randomly oh, yes. had them in there. Yeah, just kind of... It seemed random. Huh. Thoughts? Oh, man, I know. I don't have a lot of thoughts about this one. There's no, a lot of just. What would you do like if you somebody? Same, what I mean, would you do if somebody had killed your parents and you just found out who it was? I'd be a little angry. I, 
I, well, I don't know. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd take that hush money. Like, yeah, $10 Stop million. tapping your Whatever. foot. It's real loud in the microphone. Talking to me? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, I should have said something sooner. Yeah, we might have to cut this. Yeah, what the fuck, Asa? I don't know. I might have to scrap this whole episode. <laughs> Someone killed your parents. You murdering them? Are you going to stalk them and become their best friend and fuck their wife? What are you doing? What's I'm not going to be that patient. Slash I'm not going to be that patient. I'm going to buy a sniper rifle and I'm going to fucking take them out Asa, from a no, distance. No. All right. Go, we're going to cut this. No, no, no. There's only two choices. Someone's killed your parents. <laughs> Do you... Murder them with poison by manipulating a child of the person that they... Or, I guess yourself. I don't know. I lost track. Are you poisoning them, fucking them, or shooting them with a gun? Because or do you do nothing because you are mentally well and have moved on? No, 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 no. Not an option. My, I already stated my option, which is to take the hush money to not tell anyone. I'll take $10 million. Yeah, you didn't kill my parents. Is that an option? Well, maybe if she had approached Lola and been like, Hey, you killed my parents, and I want... Yeah, okay, so interestingly, that actually, if if Ivy had cut her losses and run, because Lola did offer to bribe her to yes, stay quiet. Yes, she did. But before the murder, and if if Ivy had taken that, Georgia was fucked. Yeah, that is true. So anyways, that but was Ivy was too but angry she to knew. stay tall. Yeah, she was way, way too angry. Yeah, like, her didn't... goal, she did want the money and the husband in the end, but she, her main goal was to make Lola miserable. Caleb? Uh, well, yes, I'm taking the hush money. And it's not an option. It's not an option. I've already talked about how I halfway through the book where I thought it was going, and I honestly think up until the end, I don't think that thought would have changed. A lot of the stuff reinforced it for me. Um, but I guess at the end, like I mean, I'd be surprised. Obviously, it'd catch me off guard. It'd be a good twist. Uh, I think kind of everyone pretty much got what they deserved. Jordan, I guess George got away a little clean, but sounds like someone's after her. So, I was it sounds like kind she of, might not get away. Yeah, like. sounds like someone's after her. Well, uh, well they even said the detective was very suspicious. He just never had any more evidence. Yeah, but they did convict Ivy, which technically means it's a closed case. I think. Yeah. Well, you never so, know if there if new evidence comes up or something. Yeah, or, yeah. it could exonerate her. Um, yeah, but. Also, I was kind of surprised that that is the way that the book went. Like, in the beginning, I was like, they must have gotten in a car accident. And then the more I read, I was like, no, it's going to be more twisted than that. And it wasn't. Yeah, it, it was. I was kind of surprised. Ta- like, most of like, the stuff was pretty tamed, except for, like, the quadruple cross as things went along. Well, there was a rape in the yeah. middle of it. Oh, there was. Yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah. There was a rape and, and uh, at the at best case scenario, assault and battery. Worst case scenario, attempted murder. Depending yes. on if you believe if Ivy meant to kill Kiki. Uh, she, I she, don't think she, she did. She said she didn't, but we've also established several times, like, Ivy's not, like, the most trustworthy narrator. But in those letters, I think to Marriott, she would have been honest. Yeah, because she was pretty honest about, like, a lot. She was way too honest. She went into a lot of details she didn't yeah. have to. She was writing to her therapist everything she thought. Because, mm-hmm. like, in the end, she like, the final, like, letters from Ivy is, like... It was kind of sad that I she realized Marriott I, had betrayed her. Yeah, and she's like, I wish I hadn't asked you to tell me that name. I could have been happy and dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so um... Like, this is a friendly place. Every character in the book, who was your favorite? Oh, fuck. You know, I kind of, like, all right, this is, like, a technical, like, a cheap... Like, Ivy was fun, if nothing else, because... She's really interesting to watch move around. Like, it's she's crazy, but like kind of neat. Kind of <laughs> like neat. Like uh, because obviously everyone sucked except <laughs> for like two people who got no characterization 
Noah I like, and Olivia. Noah. Yeah, Noah. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, there's a point where, like, she comes out of the dress and Noah immediately breaks what he's doing. And she's like, you look fabulous. Fuck yes. We're going to go get some drinks. Let's do it. And you're like, that's your only time. He gets, like, a speaking line in the book. And you're like, no one knows what's up. Noah's happy. Yeah, Noah and Olivia, both of them, they were just there doing their jobs. They, had were, no they idea. were like real charity workers who had no idea that Lola pocketed 90% of the money. Oh, that also comes out is that like pretty much none of that money ever actually yeah. went to Yeah, any anything that was charity. beyond the expenses of what the ladies needed and the events, Lola kept everything else. Yeah, so she was in her bag. For some reason, I feel like a lot of charities are like that. Probably. It's a write-off. Probably. It's a write-off, a way to not pay taxes on your money, and then you pay yourself a lot. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who want to help and believe it, and then there's a lot of rich people in charge of these charities who'd like to stay rich. And they ruin it for everybody else. Yeah, they make themselves richer by, you know. This is getting... Is getting uh, anyway, we're going. We're here to talk about weird sex murder. It's a different. I think that's a different my, road. Well, maybe we'll do something different on that. Back on subject. I'm, I mean, it's weird to say. Ultimately, she's the main villain, but I guess I'm gonna go with Georgia. She, I was kind of torn. I was like, she, she definitely got wronged. Oh yeah, but yeah, she, like, got, she got wronged. She went way wronger. Well. I mean, I just gotta respect the longer game. Like we literally watched this girl. We got Ivy had a her. long game. Ivy had a long game. She played it clean. Two, she, two decade game. Yeah, she played it clean. She got away. I gotta respect it. She did it. I don't. I don't have to respect it. Fuck Georgia. Fuck them all. Corey didn't. I was kind of hoping, like partly, because like the second like uh, Corey and uh, Lola were dead, I thought to myself like. Ivy might, like, because I immediately knew Georgia did it. And I'm like, if Ivy's smart enough to figure this out, like, maybe just kill Georgia right now. Maybe you'll go to, like, I'm already going to jail for two murders. What's one more? Uh, Well, I think Ivy, she was, you know, hardened by her years in the system. And hardened just by her anger in general. But I think seeing two people dead, murdered, I think that was shocking her. And at the end of the day, well, aside from that, at the end of the day, she didn't want to kill them. She didn't want anyone mm-hmm. dead. Yeah, she never yeah. wanted. Like to she kill didn't anyone. even mean to kill Kiki, which she seems didn't. true. Kiki, she had a lot more reason <laughs> to hate Lola and Corey, and didn't actually kill either of them. Yeah, and never intended to. I just think at that point she'd already lost. I don't think like this whole. Yeah, plan... but I don't think she. I think because it cut the way it was described, like she was too confused about, like she didn't know how or why they died. They just had suddenly died. And she was freaking out. And she, but she did note that Lola had the same like bluish tint around yeah. her. Yeah, I think she realized at the very end she was like Georgia got me, but it was just like too. Late. I think the cops were already showing up because Georgia knew exactly what she was doing. Yeah. yeah. She timed it perfectly. Yeah, the cops were. This called is going to take two minutes. I'll wait right. one. Who's your favorite? Call the cops. Shit, like for a long time I was rooting for Georgia until she showed up into the like at yeah, the until prison. Yeah, she went to gloat. Yeah, I was just like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, I guess the glow. You were I'm fine say, until you went to go, You won. Why go rub it in, in the person whose life you ruined? I'm, and you know that it was wrong to do this. Yes. I'm going to say I'm still Team Marriott. Even though she took the bribe. She came around. She regretted it. And she's literally putting her life on the line to try and regret it. And I respect herself. Marriott. She just... She was, was, what they say, she was like a state employee. She made literally nothing, even though she was a psychologist. She lived in a one-room apartment with a bunch of cats or something. 
Like, she was like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense, cat lady. And she just was <laughs> never, she was never going to be able to rise above that because Nothing. she loved what she did, but what she did doesn't pay anything. Nothing yeah. wrong with yeah. people who like cats, by the way. Yeah, we know. Yeah, so Lisa it was. Lisa hates cats. I don't like Marriott cats, but. turned, like, she stumbled, but she didn't Lisa, turn out to be good. Don't alienate us to that portion of the listeners, please. That's why I said what I said. That you hate cats? No, before that, no. you weren't even got. You know what? Never. No, 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 go. No, no, no. Hey, 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 Asa. What's that loon call about? Loon call. Oh, no, I haven't been practicing. What? I need you to try one. No, 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 no. I'm still not ready. You read a whole book and you didn't figure out how to do a loon call? All it takes no, is a I YouTube kind of forgot Yeah, it's been three hours. I kind of forget time. about the loon call. <laughs> you need to, we'll circle back to that on next time. Next time, for sure. 50th episode special. Asa does a loon call. <laughs> he finally mastered uninterrupted call. minutes. And we finally, have a loon response. Finally remembers <laughs> to do it. Asa, who's your favorite character? Uh, Kiki. <laughs> it would be Kiki. The oh, one that you were pro hitting <laughs> over the head with a rock? so annoying. I think he's just happy that she got hit over the head with a rock. He's just thrilled that he's going to get a throw down. Oh, hey, girl. <laughs> oh, my God. I think he's happy that it did, did, did go bad for her. I think that's the only name he remembers. Kiki, yeah, Lola, she's not my favorite. I remember some names. Yeah, how's the drink count going, everybody? That's fine. I think I'm on my third mimosa. Back oh, on yeah. to my moose bear, blood orange goze. I think I am too. Between How far are you into that cider, Caleb? Probably halfway. We've done we've done fairly well between the two of us. We finished off the big. We're also book. blowing through this way faster than the last book. There was not a lot. This of is a much shorter book. And, and also, it's very, very like one path forward like, for this. <laughs> in a weird way, like a lot more happened, but like way less happened that mattered. Yes. Yeah, a lot of it was filler. Yeah, like it was over the course of a year, but it was just like, well, I went and I met Lola's friends, and then I tricked Lola's friends. And, and then I took her husband in my mouth. I was about to make that joke. And then I took him in my vagina. And then I go free by her that? husband. And then I thought to myself, <laughs> I can put up with that for the billions of dollars. Yeah, because after the rape, she really disliked him, but then she got over it. Yeah, she was like, I She was like, I could look past it. Ugh. I and I know men and women like that. It's ridiculous. I know. It's just like, no. Is it you? No. You were the one who said you'd take the bride money. It's all about Not that. for that. <laughs> for the parent murder. Yeah, to, be, to take the bride money and be single. Yeah. Not to marry him and have... Whatever he would have. I don't need a husband when I'm rich. Yeah. Or a wife. Hello. You could. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll just take numerous lovers. That's what I was. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Yeah, take whatever you want. Cats. But then they kind of circle back over. to possible rape. So just I like both Lola and Corey. Which is not did. cool. I'm not gonna lie lovers. to you guys. I forgot how to end this podcast. I think. I think Mallory. Asa was the one that closed this out last time. And cut. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. No, so, like, we again. Bird noises. What are we doing for this book? Uh, so, again, we just oh, we reviewed The Perfect noises. Ruin by Shanoir Williams. Oh. I would recommend it. <laughs> it, was, yeah, it was still interesting. <laughs> it was entertaining. I was, I was not like, I can't put it down. But I definitely wanted to know what happened next. And like I said, the last, like, 50 pages, I was like, what the fuck? And, like, I mean, if nothing else, like, I was constantly compelled by, like, Ivy's writing, like, she's so crazy. And it's a lot. And I got to put the book down for a minute. But, like. It's heavy. I don't know what the fuck's going on in her head. Yeah. There is a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of 
different, but yet the same personality types, I feel like, at play there. Kind of, yeah. It did turn out that they were all the same person. Yeah. So, anyways, would are recommend we, entertaining. I was going to say, are we finishing up by you guys talking more about it? Is I'm just saying just again. Yeah, it turns out we forgot to do the part where we actually promote the book that we No, I did it in the beginning, but I'm just saying I would. We don't have to promote the book if it's a bad book, but you I'm would read the book. I think I we do, actually. That's it. We took the time to read this and put it on it, and like, whether it's good or bad, like, these people put a lot of work into it, and. Yeah, but you could say it's a bad book. Yeah, we would, but it wasn't a bad book. Well, it didn't sound like a bad book. I enjoyed the yeah. story you guys Let's check it out. Go read Eshadora Williams' book. It's important to note... Uh, We're going to try to read the other one. And the drinks we drink. All right. We are not sponsored. But we could be. We could, we could dream. We could dream. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, we're going to close this out. Thanks for coming to Books and Bastards, everybody. And uh, this time we're going to end on our favorite what nipple pinch noise squeal you're going to make. Mallory, go. <laughs> Ace, go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> Caleb, yours was great. And cut.